Everybody, it's Mark Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt of the Draft Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in and find out all the latest news. Let's go, Rangers. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Today is Wednesday, November 1st, and we are here to celebrate the first place New York Rangers. They still in first place? They were in first place? Yes. They're still in first place, right? Yes. Changes hour to hour, seven and two. Red hot fans still finding things to complain about. Oh, still finding players to heap on oh, this fan base. I, I I don't know what other fan bases are like, but they can't be like this one. They I just can't. They are. I think, I think people just don't know how to enjoy themselves. What I the went f- back. Get it? Yeah, I mean, I, I just – we're back in first place. I don't even remember being in first place last year at all. The Devils in Carolina got out. To a fast start, and we never sniffed first place the rest of the year. Didn't so, feel like it. Can while while we have at the top of the show, do you mind if I tell a fast story that has nothing to do with hockey, but it's still funny about being a fan? Sure, go ahead. All right. So for those of you that follow along and know my my life, and you follow me on Facebook, whatever, you know that. Um, my, my stepdaughter, Avery, everybody knows Avery. She's been in the viewing party. She goes to Coastal Carolina University. So uh, now I am, I do like college football, but I have never really latched on to a team. I find it hard to get really attached to a team when the players are changing every year. You got a whole crop of new players. So I like to watch it, but I'm a, I'm a casual fan. I, I know what's going on, but I don't have one team that I absolutely have to root for. Well, now that Avery goes to Coastal Carolina, I have taken a a vested interest in Coastal Carolina football. I watch it every week. I know the players. I know what's going on. And last week, Saturday, we went to visit her for family weekend, and I got tickets for their homecoming game against Marshall, right? Now, Coastal Carolina absolutely blew them out of the water. I I think the final score was 36-6 to or something like that. I mean, it wasn't even close. It was never close, right? 
And we were sitting there. We're just having a good time doing our thing and enjoying the game. It was a beautiful evening. And the the Marshall family section was on the opposite side of the stadium. They, they were all, all in green, which is Marshall's team colors. They're green and white. They're the thundering herd. But and, and our section was all Coastal Carolina, except for these two guys that were sitting a, maybe 35 feet away from us. And it's, I mean, it was 13 nothing in this game, like right out of the gate, like 10 minutes into the game. Carolina, they're they're dominating, and it's already 13 nothing in this game, right? Well, Marshall gets the ball and they get a first down. And this guy gets up in front of in front of the entire section and does the First down, right? And he's like taunting everyone. I'm like, dude, know your fucking audience. First of all, you're sitting in coastal Carolina. You know, you're you're surrounded by non-fans. You're losing 13-0. You're already getting your ass handed to, and this guy's showing off. So so this goes on for about five minutes, and then it just it just kicks in for me. I gotta and I gotta start. And now I'm heckling, right? These poor I'm, I'm heckling everything about this, about Marshall. I know nothing about them. I'm making fun of their name. It looks like the thundering turns to me, right? And I'm making oh, sure boy. that I'm loud enough so that this guy hears every word coming out of my mouth. I'm making fun of every player's name. I'm making fun of everything they have. I'm like, you know, wow. oh, wow, you got, you got three whole points. Oh, at least your kicker doesn't suck, right? <laughs> I mean, oh, poor Grayson McCall, Matt. He's out. I think he's going to be out for the rest of the season. I like Grayson. He took a bad, dirty hit a couple weeks ago, and he hasn't been back. But yeah, so it was just you know, I was perfect. Oh, okay. he's he's the quarterback. He's their quarterback. Yeah, um, I was perfectly willing, Eddie, to just sit there and enjoy the evening with my family. Yeah, and but- they had. I had my beer. Beer was only seven dollars in this stadium. A big can of beer for seven bucks. I'm like, this is a third of the price of Madison Square Garden. It's fantastic. Yeah, well, you know. I was perfectly content their to, audience. to just sit there and enjoy my Chanticleer football and Teal Nation with my family in the bosom of my family. But, no, this guy had to push my buttons, and I had to flip that switch, <laughs> Eddie. You would have thought I was there like when Coastal Carolina came right. over the hill and built the building. I was just, oh, I'm sorry for bothering you, but I want to offer a promotion for your channel, your followers. Yes, uh, contact our business manager. Yes. Uh, <laughs> contact Mitch Beck. Right. He handles all our finances. Beck. So, but yeah, but you know what that is? That's just instinct. That's something you uh, have developed over your fandom. <laughs> and, uh, you know, why don't I get I, a reload just, the page uh, warning? I'm getting that too. Let me, oh, now it's, now it's gone. I'm okay now. We good? Is it cool? So we made fun of shiny usurperu. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe she shut the whole thing down. Anyway, it was just funny how easily I was able to slip into that that heckle mode. It's you were born. It, it with is. It. It's Some instinctive with me. With it. It's instinctive with me to just be an asshole at the game. I mean, it's just like. Well, <laughs> He he was yeah. Shots were fired first. I, right, she, like right. And, you know, I took it personally. It's my, it's my, this is my this is my this is my stepdaughter's school. Yeah, well, I got to def- well, I, I got to protect the turf, Teal Nation. Well, I, I'm I'm proud of you. I'm glad you did, and it may probably made it a lot more fun for you too. Because I'm really, like you, I enjoy that role. I was what 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 was I saying? 
I don't know. There was like one thing that I kept. Oh, I kept making fun of. Oh, that's what I kept like so stupid, right? But I was making fun of them. Your university is named after a bad flea market retail store. Now I'm calling them the TJ Maxx Thundering Herd, the Ross Thundering Herd, the Goodwill Thundering Herd. And my wow. son just looks at me at one point. Jimmy looks at me and goes, he goes, Dad, that is so fucking stupid, but it's funny. Right. <laughs> I'm uh, like, well, that's, that's what I'm here for. Now we left the end of the third quarter, Newman, because we were getting we had to get up at six o'clock in the morning uh, Sunday and drive all the way back, which included dropping Megan off at the uh, Washington D.C. airport. So, oh. so no, we didn't stay for the whole game. Okay. It was not natural. I I don't know why you care, Costa. You don't drink beer, but if you must well, know, all, it was Yangling it's all about Flight quality, and it was it was Yangling cheap. Flight, oh, America's oldest brewery. Yangling, and that's his favorite beer, isn't it? Yangling light or flight. I'll take either. I'll take either. Now, let, the, let, the teal let, field is awesome, Matt. I love it. I, I've got pictures of us standing on the field when we toured the school. We walked right into the stadium and right out onto the field. I'll I'll, I'll show you a picture of it. Uh, she flew out of Dulles. This is this is good because this is all about fandom and and how you've become a coastal fan now. Right, you're, right, you're right. Into Costa, Costa Carolina. <laughs> Coast of Carolina. Coast of Carolina. So uh, maybe we should go on the Marshall uh, website and heckle them from there, too. Right. Um, okay, so while we're on, I got I got something in my crawl. We hinted it at the beginning, and, and now you've talked about fandom. Guys, I don't understand why you're a fan if you can't enjoy what you just saw in five games i just don't understand i know everybody well i gotta wait for the playoffs to judge don't waste your time watching the game then don't watch the game and complain this guy's not doing it this guy does, but this but 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 if butts and candy and nuts <laughs> you guys gotta get to be a fan you've got to enjoy when they're winning. Right. You got to enjoy what's in front of you. I mean, I love Rock. I, he's one of the greatest humans that I've met since I've done this. But he's like Eeyore. Everything is bad. He's still complaining about Trochek's every move. And Blake Wheeler. And Blake Wheelchair. They all, it's all the... Uh, I don't care. The, the, the Rangers are in first place. They set a franchise record. Now, granted, in the old days, they didn't have overtimes and all that, because they had two overtime wins uh, in the five game. It could have been ties back in the day. But for the first time in franchise history, what was this team founded? 1926? Yeah. Right? For the first time since 1926, they won five games on the road, Western like that went to Boston, the Islanders, Philly. Right. This is a West Coast swing of death. This is a gamut they just were. I mean, this is, yeah, I mean, we've talked about it for a long time. You know, these West Coast swings can, can kill you. They can kill a season. Yes. They can bury you. Uh, well, that's true. I did still that, hope. I, I don't, yes, I, I don't I disagree mean, with you, Sean, but, you know, for yeah, right I now. Mean, I'll enjoy what it. Are we, I, I understand. 
do people realize, I don't know, in the old days when there was only six teams and we weren't winning with Stanley Cups, there are 32 teams in this league now. Most likely, the New York Rangers are not going to win the Stanley Cup this year. I'm hoping, but odds are you're waiting for the bottom to fall. But at least you're enjoying right now. Yes, ZR Strikers, right? Social media, you're exposed to every kook's take. <laughs> and whether some, some, is, some are good, but we have to learn as a fan. To enjoy. I want to be happy. Even if it's fleeting. <clears throat> I want it to be happy. And I just want everybody just to like take a chill pill. I'll worry about the playoffs when they get there. Right. Right and now I'm worried. I'm only worried about tomorrow night. And I'm gonna be honest with you, fans, friends, fans. I don't think the Rangers are really playing especially good. I would agree with that. I think what the coach has promised has not come to fruition. I do not see a, in some regards it has, but this best defense is offensive pressure in the zone I have not seen. Now, granted, it's a little skewed because you're on the road for the last five games. Last couple games, the Rangers were kind of like hanging on because you know you, they're tired. They want to go home, right? So I understand that, but five on five, get this, Jim. They are they only have nine goals, five on five. Wait, no, they have twelve goals, five on five, and nine games. That it to me doesn't show me a high-pressure offense, right? which I was promised. Like, granted, I'm not throwing Laviolette under the bus. It takes a while to get this thing going. There are some parts of it that are working. Uh, you know, I just... So, I mean, I don't think they're playing to their highest degree. There's a couple guys who are absolutely struggling. Yes. At, but I have I'm not saying, hey, throw the baby out with the bathwater. Hey, Chris. This guy's a bust. This that I'm not going there. No. But then quit. If you say one cup in your lifetime, then why watch? They're never gonna win, John. I love you. But you know what? They're they can win 17 cups in a row. And it won't be enough for how much crap that we've been through. <laughs> it never will. It never will. We have suffered so much heartbreak with this team, but I refuse to not get happy when they win, no matter how they win. So, and by uh, because I'm I'm getting I'm I'm getting. Uh, contrarian points in the chat. I don't mean I'm worried about tomorrow night. I mean, first of all, it's it's, no, November, just, it's November 2nd. It's I'm just saying schedule. that's the game I'm focused on. Yeah, it's on the schedules. Next game up. Right. And I've also seen, yeah, well, it was a week road trip. Oilers didn't have this. Vancouver was weak, blah, blah, blah. But you, you, what the, okay. It's not about who you play sometimes. It's when you play them. Roger Nielsen taught me that. 
Yeah, no, it's true. And, and I'm not going to, what, what, what am I going to apologize because Connor McDavid's hurt? No, fuck him. The hell with him. It's not my fault. And and, and you know what I heard before that game? Watch and if they lost that game, lose. if they lost that game, Ranger for, oh, couldn't even beat him without fucking McDavid. What the fuck is wrong with this team? Same old Rangers. Well, I think it was you who said, I'm more worried than without McDavid. Because right. that, that get, is a trap game for the Rangers. I say that to Jen all the time. So, yeah, well, I think I said it last week on the show. Sometimes I think I'd, ra- I'd rather face a team when they're at full strength, when they're at their best. But I understand being skeptical, Paul. That is fine. That is fine. But they win. I don't see anybody celebrates the, a win. It's always right to the negative. And I guess that is the social media culture is negative stuff gets more... Uh, uh, and, and Kurt makes a good point. Now, the only game that so far has been a horror show was the Nashville game, where they completely did not show up. Right. That reminded me uh, of, you know, a game. Probably it was the worst game of the season. I mean. Yeah. yeah. But this road trip, they go into Seattle. They played a great game in Seattle. Jonathan Quick, let's give him some applause. Let's give him his flowers, as they say today. Let's give him his flowers. Let's give him the white carnation. Oh, Joe, he's leading the league in save percentage of goals against Joe. Oh, Joe. Spots. I mean, give it a break. <laughs> Still, what is it? You are what, your, you are what your record says you are, according to Bill Parcells. Uh, you know, uh, you know, it, there's a lot to be. Yes, hey, listen, the Columbus I game this was. This guy good. was. I mean, it may still. Again, I don't want to qualify it, but so far, good. So far. I like how they call him old man in the locker room. They, uh, apparently, uh, wasn't Hawk older when he was with the Rangers? I don't know. Apparently. Uh, That's the same. Frankie Gallo. What's up, Frankie buddy? Gallo. How are you? By the way, speaking of old man, I right. got called at, at the at the Coastal Carolina in the game in the parking lot the other night. I got called pops. Oh pops. my god, pops! I was on the phone trying to find because my we had to Uber to the game, and my son and two of the girls were with him, and they were in a separate Uber. And I was trying to find him in the parking lot, and this kid comes up to me, he goes, "Yo, pops," he goes, "I know that look. That's the you're supposed to come meet me. Look, and where are you? Look," and, I, and I'm like, ah. "Yeah, you're right, but knock off the pops shit, kid. Get yeah. out of here." Anyway, sorry. Robert, I just thought of it when you said old man. There, uh, yeah. Pops. Pops. That's, that's a little derogatory, I think. <laughs> Calm down, Pops. I, you know, if I was 70, all right, fine. I could live you with it. You don't even have any gray hair. Uh, I do. I just cut it. <laughs> oh, I got a little gray. Anyway, uh, uh, I, I just got my hair buzzed today, so I got the whole full uh, early... Uh, <clears throat> Early and Mo and anyway, so getting back to my point is that, and uh, I think it was uh, who was it? Robert Schmidt pointed out about how they they did outplay Columbus, and Merzlikens played a great game. So let's let's get the back. We we get Seattle and the guy that replaced them played well too in that game. Right. So both you know, but we also know Laviolette has a history of like sprinkling this magic dust on these teams for the first year. Right. Everybody plays better. Again, I'm very surprised the Rangers have the record 
Uh, I still think they have a ways to go in certain areas. Um, but there are certain things that I see, and I think you see them too. And, you know, and then Edmonton, I'm going back yeah, Edmonton, he came back with Quick in that game. He did. Well, Jonathan Quick had a <clears throat> career record against Edmonton. Oh, really? So that he, was the impetus for that? I, I believe so. Um, I, I, you know, it would be helpful if I actually had it in front of me what his numbers were, but apparently he had very good numbers. Him. So he was playing a, he was playing a hunch. Uh, let's see. Splits. Career. Jonathan Quick. Uh, 25 and 11 lifetime against Edmonton. That's pretty good. With a 9.22 save percentage and a 2.13 goals against. There are very few teams that he has better numbers against. One of them is the Flyers. The Flyers. The Flyers. So we'll see if uh, we'll see if maybe he plays when they when when they play Philly. But uh, Doctor no, B, I, I mean, could have gone my entire life without knowing that. What what? His I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna repeat it. Oh, come on. See, you're doing the whole thing again with the juju and all this stuff. We have no control of anything. <laughs> all our worrying and all our, I'm not going to say this. What has it gotten us? No, uh, no, no. His oh. his comment was was so gross and something I don't even want to talk oh, about. Oh, I thought you were talking meant. about, you didn't no. want to jinx quick no, up with no, the flyer. No, no, the flyers. No no, 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 no. Joe Garcia, how are you, my friend? What's up, Joe? Good to see you. Got a packed house. It's a who's who. It really is. SRO, as they Paul say. Paul Gaduzzi's here. We haven't seen Paul in a chat room in a while. Yeah, we would. Uh, me and, I want to get Paul's take on a subject we'll get to in a little bit. But, uh, I mean, they played a, a really solid game in front of Quick. He gets the shutout. I was a little jealous that Chesty didn't get the shutout because he never gets shutouts. And uh, But the next game... He got the start. Let me tell you about this Vancouver game. I, I I felt like, what is Vancouver a bunch of imposters here? They completely look really, really good. And it wasn't so much the Rangers were not ready for them, whatever. This team with Elias Pettersson, JT Miller, they said he was 30 years old. I nearly fell out off my couch. How is this guy 30? We started doing this show. He was on the team. Remember I was at opening night in Arizona? I met it. I met his she was his she was his fiance then. Now they've been married. I think they've been married like seven years. And he's 30. He was playing his first game that night. That's why she was there. Now he's 30 and he's on what his third team? Yeah. I want to get this guy back. We probably will. I mean, they've got some good players on that team. I mean, but Sam and Joe, they got to stop with the Quinn Hughes. They were, they were, I thought they wanted to take a shower with this guy. They loved him so much. <laughs> I understand. He, oh, he's got brothers in the league. Yeah, I know. I know. I know, Pops. I know. He's a real Pops. He's 73, whatever he is. Uh, wow. Ryan Malone, better than Blake Wheeler. Please. Blake wheelchair getting a lot, a lot of heat. 
A lot of heat. It's too soon. Yeah, too I soon. mean, he's the third line player, please. All right. Guy played in Winnipeg for 13 years. You know, give him, give him he's, some he's, adjustment he's, time. He's here for nine games. Guy. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. I, I got to give the guy more than nine games. Yeah. This guy's been this guy you know this guy's been in the league 13 years. I got to figure he's going to get it together. Ah, and if he yeah. doesn't, and if he doesn't, I want his ass gone at the trade deadline. That's right. <laughs> Let's get Patrick Kane and see all that. Uh, Tony Stanziano is here for his roses, as you yeah, said. He, Here's the flowers, uh, Tony, who said that he's won Peter Laviolette for like ten years, <laughs> which I don't think anybody's ever uttered those words. We need, but let's, let's see. Well, I don't. Oh, I could. Well, everything. What is he adjusting to? Electricity again? I mean, no. Well, well that is kind of a good quip. But you know, it is a tough crowd. You move man. your family. You got to do this. Uh, you know, it, it's, a, it's a culture shock. I mean, there is nothing to do in Winnipeg. Uh, what? What? If the, if 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 Blake Wheeler wasn't on this team, it'd be nine and zero. Is that what everybody's trying to tell me? Yeah, it'd be nine and zero. The season. It'd be they've clinched the president's trophy already by now. Yeah, if not for paying Blake him Wheeler. so much money, I. I, they're paying him right. nine hundred thousand. I expect seven goals. I mean, right. give it a break. Give He's a break. the only thing stopping us from trading for Connor McDavid. He's only a, a placeholder till we we trade at the tr- deadline for some superstar. Calm, calm your jets. No he's pun just, intended. He's just keeping Brennan Othman's spot warm. Yeah. Yeah, everyone wants to be running off. Everybody's doing good. The Rangers are doing good. The Wolfpack are doing good. Just keep everything the way. Can't we have nice things? <laughs> I'm, I'm I just know it's in our it, nature. To, I'm taking it game by game. I'm more concerned with Kako than Blake Wheeler because the, yeah. the Rangers have invested everything, a second round, uh, second overall pick. And Capo Caco, and I don't know. I know your you know, your daughter's a big fan. I don't know where you guys stand with him. I mean, this is getting a little. He's getting to playing time. I mean, he, he's on that first line, right? Yeah. Why does he only have one goal and one assist? He's uh, no, I I don't know. I'm not. I'm not really. I'll be honest with you. I, I'm not. They're seven and two. I'm just not worried yet. Yeah, it's not. Ta- know, I'm not worried about anybody. But you know, I I feel like one of their and it was mentioned in the chat before. One of the reasons that five on five is got to improve. It has to. I, in my opinion, you can't be twentieth, and their power play is redonkulously great. I mean. They're at like an eighty-three percent clip or something like that, second in the league. And the uh, and the first line power play is is thirty-four percent. Sorry, the uh, the first line power play is actually getting more more minutes than they did under Gerard Gallant at the current time. That has been happening of late. He's but been- is that also because are they getting more power play time because they're ending power plays by scoring? Yes. Right, that's probably uh, uh, what what they call it a cause and effect, right? Yeah. No, I think uh, if you're going at a thirty four percent clip, 
And let me uh, remind you, Ranger fans, the vaunted five-on-three, we have scored three times this year on the five-on-three. I can't even remember the last time under Gallant that we scored a five-on-threes. <laughs> I can't I'm not blaming you. him. I'm Go just back to Ron Lowe. <laughs> I mean. Lucky if they get three shots on goal on a five-on-three, much less three goals. I mean, nine games in, three five-on-three. <laughs> they may have had more, but they have three five-on-three goals. I just think they got improved five-on-five. I think one of the keys is, yes, Blake Wheeler chipping in some goals. Yes, Capo Caco. Uh, and, and maybe Ryan Lindgren will deserve to decide to get a point this season. Him and his minus four. It's, a, it's minus three. Oh, I'm sorry. The other the other losers, uh, Blake Wheeler, wheelchair. He's a minus four. By the way, Vinny, Vinny Trocek, remember our over-unders for bad penalties? He's going away. He's, he's headed for over. He might make the over by Thanksgiving at this point. Jim. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> and you know what infuriates me about Vinny Trocek? This moron takes penalties, then smiling. Why are you smiling? Is, is his, did he have plastic surgery where he can't close his mouth? He's always smiling. You're in the penalty box taking a stupid penalty, making me give me oxygen, and you're going to smile in my face? If I was making his money, I'd be smiling too, my friend. Laughing all the way to the penalty box. I, I guess as long as he wins face-offs, I can deal with it. Uh, oh, oh, Joe, is this team winning face-offs, Joe? What, what are the face-off numbers? I don't even 54.5%, Joe. Nick Bonino has saved the franchise. Listen. <laughs> Nick Bonino. I listen. He does what I like. I mean, I... I don't agree with his face or his look, <laughs> but he blocks shots. He uh, how's he doing on faceoffs? Fifty-eight eight. Vinny Trocheck sixty-one eight. Mika Zabinijad fifty point four. Philip Heedle still clinging to forty-five point eight percent. It's a revelation, Joe. Oh, Joe. Oh, Joe. Faceoffs. I have to tell you, uh, Chris uh, Michael Lakeham says, uh, Zabinijad and Kreider are the best duo of all time. What, for the New York Rangers? Uh, how about uh, Rattel and Javler? Uh, Messier and Graves. They weren't how about bad. Messier and Graves. I they mean, weren't too uh, bad. I would like to see what uh, great Sean McCaff, uh, author of several, elitist author of several books. Uh, right. About that. That's his next book, Greatest they Duos. certainly... By Kessio and Mullen. God. Uh, yes, John, you're right. They have a lot of, I hate, I, you know, this is weird to say. The Rangers have some really nice contracts with Heedle and Kreider. I got to tell you, Chris Kreider, I was wrong about you. Me and you said he's never going to get more than 30 goals. We said, we know what he is. He's hit his ceiling. This guy, I think he's going to go down as one of the greatest Rangers ever to play. I don't see he, him ever leaving. I feel no, like I don't either. a contract yeah. for life. Well, I mean, I, you know, when, when we did our mea culpa on him last year, 
I said, you know, he probably winds up with his number in the rafters, which nobody wanted to hear. But you know what? You look at his numbers and you look at who's up there now. Tell me why he doesn't deserve, you know, the numbers he's headed for. I mean, the guy's got almost three. He's going to hit 300 goals for his career all as a Ranger this year. How many guys have scored 300 goals all with the Rangers? Yeah. Two? Three? Yeah, I, I listen. Oh, Dave Farish, the master of the hip check. Dave Farish. Wasn't he a coach? Uh, but getting back, uh, I think Kreider has shown me so much. First of all, he's a power play maven again. He st- it, the, I've never seen a guy be a master of the tipping like he is or the redirect, whatever you want to call it. The deflection goal? Deflection goal. He is just. I mean, well, <clears throat> Eddie, think back to when he was on this show. What did he tell us was the thing he wanted to work on the most? His hands. I guess with all these deflection goals, he figured it out, right? Right. No. <clears throat> and it's funny because the first. And we'll never get him on the show again, by the way. Oh, yeah. Nobody ever does. <laughs> Maybe when he's retired 10 years. Yeah. Now they have a million shows out there. You can't get a guest. He probably has a show. Him and his wife have a home decorating show. But uh, uh, what I was going to say is that he's even become a, a guy. He doesn't rack up a lot of assists, but he's become a very good. He's made some good passes this year. And uh, I really been. In, and now that he's he's a shorthanded threat, he's really. He's been one of the most and Panarin, too. But Kreider is. Uh, is, is, is has just become a star player. Yes, and him and him and Zabinajad have they have a certain chemistry. But I will tell you this, and Jim alluded to it in the last show. Mika, you got to have more in your repertoire than that one timer. Even the goal he scored the other night was a one timer on a wrist shot, or a, you know, it was a it was a one timer. It wasn't a slapper, but it was a it was a it was shot. Uh, don't worry. Okay, that's true. It, Just I, as long as we're talking about it here, the answer to my question: How many? How many guys have scored three hundred goals as a Ranger? Two. Really? How many does he have? Only Rattel and Gilbert. He's at two seventy one. Oh, so you got it. So Gilbert was four oh six, right? So just average. And I'll even add in for decline. He's maybe four years from becoming the all-time, maybe five from becoming the all-time goal scorer in this franchise's history. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's not catching. He's not catching Gilbert in points. But because Gilbert had six hundred and fifteen assists, because he played with Rattel, and you know, you know, he played Rattel and Hatfield, and you know those guys. Right. So you know he racked up he racked up six hundred and fifteen assists. Kreider is four hundred assists behind him, but he he more than likely finishes as the all time goal scorer of his franchise. Yeah. Now Rattel the three hundred thirty six Rattel was three hundred thirty six goals as a Ranger, Sean. And then he was traded to the Brew Crew. Right. Rattel finished with four hundred ninety one for his career. 336 with the Rangers. 
Next on the list for Chris Kreider, he will pass Andy Bathgate would be next. Never Bathgate heard of him. Bathgate is one ahead of him. MSG and that never will, did a special on him. I never heard of him. Sorry. Kreider's already in the top five. So you got to figure he's going to finish his career as, you know, barring the unforeseen, he finishes as the all-time goal scorer in this, in this franchise, right? I don't know. I, I, I just... I, I'm so, I'm, but, but I'm, I guess what I'm saying is, wouldn't that rate him? Hey, man, there's Jen. She's at work. Wouldn't does Jen. that rate get your get your jersey in the rafters? Oh, definitely, yeah. definitely a burrito. And <sighs> I feel like he's like going to be a legacy ranger. I can't see him going. Oh, I'm sorry, Sean. I misunderstood you. I'm sorry. As far as guys who played in New York their whole career, yes. I I think uh, maybe it's wishful thinking on my and he he's got legs and speed and that like Mike Gartner that can keep you in the league for a long time and also as mentioned in this illustrious chat room he's a guy who parks himself in front of the net right you could do that all I mean you know <laughs> Millie's here Millie's here <laughs> I've been very impressed with them Mika. It's just frustrating all the time, but the one time. He's got to have more moves than that move. Just mix it up. Humor me. Humor me. And also, the Rangers, and again, the chat room is hopping, so they're giving me a lot of a lot of good topics. What's with the bad breakaway moves with the Rangers? Mika's got that terrible move. Heedle couldn't score again. It was it Vancouver, I think? He had a breakaway. Somebody, and then uh, Kako had a breakaway, and they can't put it away, and it's making La these games a lot closer than they should be. Lafreniere and Kako both had one in the um, uh, yes. Winnipeg game. Yes. Yeah. Got to be bad. I think Kako missed the net. No, Lafreniere missed the net, I think. Oh, he's the one who missed it. They might have both missed the net, actually. Yeah, I got it. They both might have missed Great the net. Great talents. Great talents. Superstar talents. Yes, yes Paul. Zuki. Zuki. Had his name after Zuccarello. Zuki. Uh, yes, I have one cat. Capo missed the net. Mm, I don't know. Whatever it was, guys, we got to do better. We got to do better on goal uh, on these. Well, records. Eddie, like you said, I, I don't think this team's even scratched the surface yet as far as really playing. The way Laviolette wants them to play on a nightly basis. We That's see true. it in spurts. We see it at times. You know, they're blocking a lot of shots. They're, you know, they're, they're they're hunkering down, but they're not they're not getting as much offense off the off the trap that they want. They'll get there. You know, it's game nine. And game I 10. have to say, part of what Laviolette preached is having these defensemen more involved, it's paying dividends. Adam Fox already has three goals. Usually it takes him half the season to get three goals because he's an assist. I mean, he's a great talent, but he's an assist guy. But you see where he is? He's in front of the net. He's on the side of the net, rather. rather. He's getting goals. He's picking up loose pucks. That would have never happened. You've got Keandre Miller, although uh, you call him the Kean Grenade and He's got one goal and six assists. It's not bad for, uh, the, you know, 
Not bad. He got that overtime goal. Was it time goal or overtime? Was it overtime? No, it wasn't overtime. DeAndre, yeah, yes, overtime. that was overtime of the Vancouver game. That's when Kreider passed the puck to him, I think. Kind of like, I was like, how did he find him there? Like, I didn't even know who scored. Um, Gotta say, Panarin, the uh, uh, Artemi Bo- Bo- what I was calling him, Baldarin, whatever his name I was calling him. No Heron. Is that no what you Heron, yes. No Heron. No Heron. <laughs> hey, shave it all off. Maybe I'll get lucky, man. Right. You give it a break. I mean, this he's playing otherworldly. He shoots now. Oh my God. Uh so I thought uh I thought so. F- well, what are we looking at here? Here's the well, here's the the Miller goal. Hang on, let me let me blow this up. It's Miller time. Drops it off. Pedersen went down. Kreider on the takeaway. Kreider against Saronic. Kreider score. DeAndre Miller wins it in overtime. Andre the Giant. I like that one too. That's a good one, John. Beautiful goal. Yeah, Sam was right on top of it. It was. I thought he was going to scream, the black guy. No, that would be great. No, no, that wouldn't. Not really (laughs) correct. And Keandre gets the pass. Excuse me while I whip this out. Yeah, an athletic goal. Pops Miller. Pops Miller. The relationship. Oh, man. I'd tell you that. (laughs) I guarantee that's the only reason Sam knew it right away. (laughs) If it was a white dude, he'd be yelling, he to Lafayette. You know, he wouldn't even know. I'm just telling you how it is. I mean, I'm an older gentleman. I have a hard time recognizing people. I'm like, who's the lead singer in that group? You know, the black guy. Then everybody knows what I mean. Darius Rucker. Darius Rucker. Frankie the Rifle had the hat trick the other night. You see that, Jim? I did not see that. And I knew the Rangers were going to beat Vancouver when your favorite has a job on that team. Philip DiGiuseppe. Philip oh, DiGiuseppe. Oh, no. oh, yeah, but you see what he did to Mika's beautiful face, though. No, I didn't see that. He put that gash under the under his eye. Oh. That was from Giuseppe. That was your cue to play the uh, Tarantella there. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I was more worried about his face. Oh, wow. Say it again. Who? What? what who? Who's important? Giuseppe, one who? of your all-time oh. favorites. <laughs> No, see, you guys picking them up too late in fantasy hockey because that train's going to end and it's going to come to an abrupt stop. I did that with one guy many years ago. Uh, Forget who it was. Picked them up. He had like 10 goals in the first 12 games. and 
and he didn't score for the rest. The Wojtek Wo- 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 of Voltek, uh, the Polish prince. Wo- him, the Polish prince. Polish prince. Wasn't he good in shootouts? As I remember, I don't know. I know. Kobe I don't remember. Not like him. I remember Costa not liking him. Uh, so, anywho, uh, I think it's I just thought question. it was weird that a Polish guy with a name like Voltek Volsky spoke with a Canadian accent. Felt like we've been duped. <laughs> yes. So we're talking. We're talking about the guys. Panarin has been great. Pride has been great. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. In that, and 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 I don't know if it's because they were tired or whatever. But against Winnipeg, I saw no hitting. There's absolute no physicality and so. And that game was boring. I'm. I hate to say it. I'm glad they won. Was a snooze fest. It was. It was. There was very little flow to the game. Both teams had trouble getting getting anything going. Uh, Winnipeg dominated the play for a while, but they still there wasn't there wasn't a lot of action. There wasn't a lot of hitting. And look, I, I mean, it was like a, you would not you would not have been. Would you really have been surprised if the Rangers lost that game? Like, no. I mean, they want to go. You know, you got to want to go home at this. But it's ten days on the road. It's a grind. You're playing games at ten o'clock at night. Body clock's all off. Mika's got a gash on his face. I mean. I wasn't looking at his face. Uh, uh, wow. Bill is uh, going a little blue in the chat room. I mean, last year, I mean, the last couple of years, we've had Gerard Gallant and the Chuckle Hut. I mean, every press conference Laviolette does. He looks like he lost his best friend. <laughs> always, when Mike Lake comes in every day, looks like it's the worst day of his life. Yeah. <laughs> right. It looks like you wouldn't, I couldn't, I'm not going to be able he to makes, tell if they're two and seven in the last next nine games or they're seven and two after nine games. He makes, he makes, he makes Chris Drury look like Ronald McDonald. Maybe that's the the secret. Everybody looks miserable. The secrets in the miserable sauce. Uh, yeah, and uh, so I. Lavi spoke to the media today. We could uh, after practice. We could we could listen to that if you want to. Yeah, yeah. I just want to. Uh, it's long, music. but we can we can stop it and maybe listen to a little bit more of it later. Whatever you want to do, but we have it. I thought uh, they were talking about Braden Schneider, and. Uh, he had a slow start. I think he's getting acclimated. I think we all can agree Eric Gustafson is a really good pickup. Cutter, it's not really shocking when somebody who's 83 years old dies. Yeah, really. He died That's, when he's uh, 33. That's shocking. Matthew Perry was 54. Anger. That was shocking. Bobby Knight's 83. That's what happens. And, you know, <laughs> anger issues and everything like that. <laughs> Wow. That's true. That's true. So, you know, it is, you know, it's not Matthew Perry-like, but it, it's certainly uh, Bobby Knight, you will be missed. Not by me, because I don't like college basketball, and I think the guy was kind of a schmuck. Um. So, anyway, getting back to the Rangers, which is the most important topic in New York sports right now. I don't want to care. I, I think Schneider 
Uh, it seems to get seems to be getting more involved offensively. I think he's got a lot more potential offensively than he's showing. Uh, but I guess now when he's paired with Gustafson, Gustafson's going to be the guy who's going to be joining the play and getting up the ice like Laviolette like, likes to do. Truba's got the Keonis. I wish, going back to Keandre Miller for a second, I just want him to hit more. He's a big guy. How come he don't throw the hits? I mean, I, don't know. I, I, I know some plays it's just not in him, you know, but shouldn't somebody say, listen, hey, listen, Pops. You gotta you gotta hit some people here. Pops. Pops Miller. Sounds, Pops like, Miller. sounds like an old blues man, right? Yeah. I I I just feel like maybe it's not in his game. I don't know, but I think and Truba does take care of that. I was begging for a Truba big hit in that Winnipeg game. That game had to be like a wake up. Like a wake up call for the Rangers. So, uh, oh, excuse me. So, that was that. So, you now, uh, you know, Paul uh, Gaduzzi, uh, he made a, uh, a concerted effort to be here. He wants to talk about, uh, well, no, I, I, call, I think I've called Keandre Miller the chocolate smoothie in the past. And I think that's an, it's a, uh, it's not a derogatory term. I the chocolate smoothie. Let me tell you about the chocolate smoothie. The real chocolate smoothie. Are you? Uh, have you ever gone to this uh, tropical smoothie place? No. Has anybody in the? How, how do you never go to? Do they have them up there? Couldn't tell you, Jen. Do they have tropical smoothies? I know that. I think the girls have gone to them at. Someplace yeah, maybe we've been on a trip or something. You know, it's a, you know, you can get like a, like a health kind of smoothie, but the chocolate one is the most indulgent one on there, and the chocolate smoothie is delicious there. But it's a secret item now; you can only ask for it. It's not on the menu, and yeah, that's a good one too, Robert. And I. Love the chocolate smoothie. So when I talk about Keandre Miller, I, I I hate Panera Bread. That's finger sandwiches, gentlemen. That's not real. That's that women love that place. I don't blame you. But uh, okay, well I tell you, tropical smoothie's good. They got. But anyway, going back to that. So that's not a, a pejorative when I call him that. As I'm in love with the chocolate smoothie. Happy hour. Yeah, they have happy hour there too, and everything in the morning. Anyway, okay, I've completely gone off the rails. So, so this is awesome. We got to the the topic that I wanted to discuss. It comes up every year, and I know I'm a little all over the place, but the New Jersey's leaks, Joe. Oh, the, these oh. alternate jerseys. Uh, Every year I go through this, I told you I don't care. I'm not going to buy your jersey regardless of what it looks like. Do you have a picture of this jersey? Because I want to see everybody's reaction. I'm sure everybody hates it. It's got too many stripes, apparently. I don't care. I don't lose my mind over this stuff. Joe doesn't like them. Oh, they're hideous. You got a picture of them? You could uh... Hang on. 
They're ugly. Absolutely terrible. The, what is this the, aesthetics? What the hell is that? This is uh, like a, I, I don't know. I, I don't want this. Some uh, brand. The Rangers' new third jersey has leaked online, giving us a sneak peek at their return to navy blue. This is an Aesthetics Flash Report for October 28th. I'm Chris. Thanks for watching. Well, as mentioned in my latest Jersey Watch report, the New York Rangers are slated to add an alternate uniform this season, the NHL's final year with Adidas at the design helm. And while we wait for official word from the team, the Jersey did leak on Friday. Mess and Gretz, he's a Jersey guy as they rock. I, th I think it's I think it's funny that that this aesthetics does a breaking news report about a jersey. All right, I'm gonna say look at it like this. I don't think it's as bad as people are making it out to be. And I see, uh, I, I see some people who agree. John Kozic likes it. Jen likes it. Take this. Take the sleeves. Take the stripes off the sleeves. And it's much better. The stripes on the sleeves are just killers. It just looks like I, I don't even know what it looks like. I like the shield. You know, I'm always a I fan. I love the shield on the front of the jersey. I love it. All right. That's something positive. Uh, huh. I I'm not a big I'm not I'm not crazy about the two different shades about the navy blue with the royal blue. I'm not crazy about that. Maybe I'm just I don't know. I just feel like everything everything after the winter classic, the first winter classic they were in, everything else has just been very the well, Max Landerman says that the stripe hate I, I don't know why the stripes maybe some of these do. I just don't like them. It's a, a look. I, I'm not going to buy it. So I, if you want to buy it, you want to wear it. I, if you like it, then like that we're wearing. It has no no effect on me whatsoever. No, but I think it, it's interesting. Strike I feel like every stroke. year they come out with this alternative jersey, and everybody hates it. But then everybody winds up buying. Not me, but you know, there are people. Paul, Matt, uh, Joe, they're big jersey guys. And uh, I, I'm, I'm always want to, you know, kind of get their pulse. I, you know, I see what they think. What's wrong with John Ferguson? He was a great GM. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I like those jerseys too. The 2012 Winter Classics. Let me, let me see if I can find the picture that I showed. Uh... Hang on a second. I want to show you this picture. I want to see what people think of this, but I got to find the picture. So bear with me a second. Talk amongst yourselves. Well, I, I can talk. Uh, no, I agree. I like simple jersey. I, I'm a simpleton, so I like simple jerseys. But, you know, listen, uh, maybe they'll look better on the players. Hey, we didn't have much uh, good luck with those jerseys last year. Didn't we lose, like, every game we wore them? Especially in the beginning. I remember they were uh, kind of a uh, 
an albatross when we wore those jerseys. Are we going to okay. see more people you'll never see the hockey game model these things? By the way, right. like last year. All right. What do you think of what do you think of this jersey? This is a concept jersey that someone did. Well, you'll have to ask the jersey people. To me, I have never been a fan. This is just me of the Liberty. Jersey. Now, see, this I, I and I and I apologize that I can't really get a better pair. I, I guess I could if I worked at it, get the picture bigger. But um, this I like. I think this is pretty cool looking with the darker blue and the white and the white sleeves. I this is this is a a, a fresh take on there's the only, liberties. Yeah, there's only one stripe on that sleeve. Right. This I like. I, I'm not I I you know, look, I'm all for an alternate jersey. Just give me something just give me something good. I mean what they don't really live, you know. Madison Square Garden is not located near the fashion district of any place. So yes, and, and apparently, well, that's where that picture was. For, the picture was from Joe wanted me to mention that there is a uh, there is a website that specializes in jersey that is not located in this country that is selling that jersey I just showed you. That concept oh, wow. jersey apparently you can buy from them. Oh, so hmm. anyway. Uh, well, I don't know. I just, I, not that I hate the Liberty. The, jersey, the cream for just, the primary color was fantastic, Matt, and and the old looking Ranger Shield, the the kind of throwback to the shield that we have right up here in the window. To to I guess if you're looking at me to my left, it was very similar to that shield. That was just a great, great jersey. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, Mr. Chris, the Chinaman found the concept. Over. The Chinaman, I don't think that's the proper nomenclature. That's from the Big Lebowski. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so, you know, everybody has their opinion on the jerseys. It, it's something to talk about. Like know? I said, it, uh, you like it? Fine. It don't matter to me. You wear it all you want. Well, some of you, Vima, they, they hate those. Wear it to my house. I'll still offer you a beer. I don't care. Yeah. It's just not if someone sent me for free, I would I would wear it. Would you? Or you think it's uh, too fag fagoozy for you? Uh, I, I mean if somebody gave if somebody was nice enough to gift me one, of course I'd wear it like Aunt Mary's sweater vest. You know, you gotta wear it at least once. Uh, if I if I get something I don't like, I don't wear it. I don't care. <laughs> anyway. What All I, right, so we, what we've done the sweater talk. Sweater <clears throat> talk. Uh they're not sweaters anymore. What are they? It's a jersey. The jerseys? You can call and it sweater I, all you want. It ain't a sweater. That's true. And I will tell you this, going back to that last game, I, I was in the uh, the game thread, you know, uh, with the rest of these maniacs. And I got to tell you, man, it was a back and forth of love, hate with the Rangers. It was great. I thought Chesterkin played out of his mind. This guy has made some, I mean, absolutely highlight reel saves this early in the season. But the case, Jim, remember, again, I'm not saying Gallant or Laviolette. I'm not saying who's better. It's still a long way to go. Gallant won a hell of a lot of games here. But do you remember a lot of games 
Now, maybe I'm wrong. Where it was like 40 shots on net, 45 shots on net. Now, we might see it against Carolina because that's usually what happens. They play Carolina, they get terribly outshot, and then they somehow win the game, which I, you know, but it'll be interesting. I feel like the Rangers are up there. Again, I hate to be Mr. Uh, Larry Brooks, and now all of a sudden I'm slave to analytics and all this stuff. Dancing Larry Brooks. But the block shots are up there. The shot suppression, they're tremendous at. And this, if they can keep teams to getting 26 shots on net, I don't I, I don't see how they could lose like a lot of games. I mean, if you got Igor in there for the majority of the time, and even quick. If he's only getting 25 shots on him, it's hard to screw that up. So, so far, so good. Let's be proud of the Rangers. And, you know, they may lose a couple games. I guarantee if they beat Carolina, you know, they're losing to, uh, what they play, uh, Detroit. <laughs> or, you know, but maybe Detroit's they won pretty well, though. What? Detroit's playing pretty well, though. Yeah. Detroit's up and coming in, but then they got like two games against Minnesota, who's been kind of struggling. They're coming home and going right back on the road for a game. Yeah, like another that. stupid. This schedule this year is so stupid. They they literally had to pass Minnesota to get home from yeah. Winnipeg. They couldn't find a way to just stop there and play one more road game and then just come home for a week or two. This schedule, I don't know. I don't know who whoever makes the schedule is a complete fool. Is a fool. So, that's right. Their giveaways are way down. Now, you wouldn't know that. Hey, oh, look at this guy. He just gave the puck away. I feel like Fox has made some cataclysmic turnovers this year. More than ever. And didn't he make one uh, in the playoffs last year? Yeah, yeah. One or two that were just killers. And this year, again... He's having a tremendous year, but some of these these turnovers. But as a team, the turnovers, they don't turn the puck over. So, and in contrast, they don't take away the puck a lot either. So it's kind of like, this is where five-on-five goal scoring has got to happen for this team. The only improvement I need to see. That that's my main thing. I don't. I, I'm giving everybody carte blanche to improve their game. I'm not getting any. I know a lot of people getting on Goodrow. He's got no goals, no assists, and 12 penalty minutes. I know a lot of people are getting on break. But Will Cooley's only got one goal. But I like what he's bringing to the the, the game. You know, he's physical. He's an imposing guy out there. It's his first fucking nine games in the NHL. I don't know. He had one disallowed, I think, too, earlier in the season. Earlier. Everybody had a goal disallowed? Yeah, that was that game. Columbus, right? Yes. That was a screwy game. It was. All right. So you want to get to uh, Richard Nixon's uh, resignation here? Yeah. Uh, yes, but 
hold on while we have a a, a captive audience here. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's talk about this. Uh, here it is. First, our first bit of self-promotion. Viewing party, December 2nd, McHale's, New York City. Rangers taking on the Predators. It's a 4 o'clock or 4.30 game. Come on out. We're going to have a great time. Uh, drink specials, food specials, raffles, giveaways, lots of stuff to give away. We've got a bunch of stuff that's been donated. People are nice enough to uh, give us some stuff to give away. And we usually uh, buy a couple of things to give away. We'll have plenty of stuff. It's going to be a great time. If you saw the, if you saw the video that we've showed a few hundred times of our, uh, of the celebration when Panarin scored in overtime at our, at our last viewing party, it was insane as Eddie would say insane insane it was it was crazy we had one our last viewing party was one of one of our best and one of our best attended we had around 50 60 people there free to get in you know we don't yeah. charge your cover the only money you're gonna spend you know, is if you buy a raffle ticket or if you or you know if you feed and drink yourself right that's it we don't ask for, you know, we don't charge you $20 at the door like other like other podcasts, whatever you call them, forums, none of that. You hobnob with me and Eddie. You meet all the, you know, it's a great time. Yeah. Eddie will be there with his lovely wife, Chris. Jen will be there. Everybody loves Jen. Everybody loves Chris. The yeah. first ladies of the BSU, the first women of the BSU. As Cutter's reminding us, Josh Gimble. Josh Gimble is coming from Canada. Cutter was invited, begged, pleaded, won't do it. We've got people coming from from Ohio. Ohio. They're coming from California. They're coming from all over the place. They come to, to come to our viewing party, to come have a good time with us, watch the Rangers. If you're traveling from out of town, the Rangers are home the next day. You can make a whole weekend out of it if you so chose. It's uh, it's really a great time, and and uh, and I can't wait. It's only uh, a month from tomorrow now. Yes, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it, uh, and it's it, it's just always just a tremendous time to bond with the people that you know we've been the, friends with for years. Yeah. I mean, I mean you know, decade-old friendships. I mean, I, I forget, I forget the number now. Chris John usually keeps track. Uh, I, this is, uh, our th- I don't know. We, we've got to be getting close to thirty at this point. Twenty-five to thirty viewing parties. We have a good record at viewing parties. I think we're seventeen and eight. Or last time I remember checking the record. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a very solid winning percentage. Uh, the yeah. people at McHale's are fantastic. They take excellent care of us. We get the upstairs. We get tons of TVs, tons of tables. Wow. It'll, it'll be a, it'll be a great time. So come see us. Yes, uh, it's we're again like any other fan base. Well, I would say I can't imagine the Islanders really having a fun bunch of in total mental wackos like we have they have the mental wackos are delusional but uh i think ranger fans are super realists and again there is that tinge of like 
we you know fatalism amongst right. the Ranger fan. But they've uh, they have no patty, them. absolutely not. Nobody gets nobody gets banned from our viewing parties. No, no way. Costa would have been banned. Costa's the one who told me. She's worried that if she showed up and we and they lost, that she, uh, wouldn't, no. she wouldn't be welcome back. Of course well, not. Costa, Costa told me what was that? We were down five nothing or four nothing to the Canadians, and I said four nothing. He gave four up. Nothing. One of the greatest comebacks in Ranger history took place at our viewing party. Yep, and I'll never forget. He was all like, "You suck! You suck!" He was going all crazy, and I said, "Ye of little faith." Right. He's like. Oh, you must be smoking the good stuff. You must be smoking the good stuff. And Rangers came back and won that game. Yep. Never forget. So unforgettable wins, a loss. Listen, it's going to happen. I don't believe in that jinxes and all that shit. The game's played on the ice. So if you're coming for the first time, plus our record is just like unbelievable. Like Jim said, or like seventeen and eight or something. I can't believe we've done that many. Every time I go there, I feel like it's like the f- maybe eighth one. But uh oh, here it goes. Penalty coming up on the Rangers. I think Lemieux is going to get it. Big shots, and it goes through. Georgiev. Oh. Filipino was in his sixth year back then. Yes. <laughs> How flies down the far wing, passes to Bushnevich. Here comes Bushnevich with a move. Bushnevich scores. And all of a sudden, in a span of like 30 seconds, we're only down two. But you know what? I do miss Sammy Blay. Pavel Bushnevich with a beauty. It's now 4 2. Armia's trying to play it. Hegel, nice pass. And now this is two minutes later. And at this point, we're going crazy because we're, I mean, in the span of three minutes, the Rangers have completely gotten back into this game. It's a whole new game now. In a span of three minutes and 18 seconds. Thank you, Sam. Thank you. The Rangers have scored three goals to get back into this game. It's now four to three. Domi, nice feed, they score. Lekkinen with his second of the game. So now we've gotten into the third period, and the Rangers were still, it was 4-3, and then the, and then the Habs scored again. And okay, yeah, we still coasted at this point. Costa's like, Phew, I thought they were going to come back, and I was going to be the asshole here. Yeah, leads by two, it's five to three. Panarin back behind the net, but to Strom. Strom taps a pass, deflects onto the stick of Panarin, who backhands and scores. Not even a minute the later. Rangers, it's now 5-4. But boy, what a pass. Whoa. What a pass from Kreider. Through the legs. Here comes Lemieux with Howden. Here comes Howden near circle. Howden to Lemieux. Who scores? Lemieux with the Pretty Bobby Orr. Wow. We're tied at five. Face off one by the Rangers. Truba at the far wall. Fires a shot. Trickles behind Price. And they score. Wow. 
Howard Price. That's the last game. Oh, thank you, Sam. Two Couldn't figure that out. David Quinn, prepping this team for greatness. Uh, Matt Morello never liked his hair. Uh, so so anyway, of- what we're trying to say is that our viewing parties have seen some of the greatest moments. In, I mean, you know, just phenomenal moments at our viewing parties. Overtime wins, big comeback wins. I mean, just incredible. Yeah. Now, on that clip that you just showed. Yes. It was partially Don LaGreca doing the play-by-play. Yes. Uh, uh, for the Rangers radio. Now, they've hired a new guy for the Rangers radio. I saw that. Now, I, I know nothing about this guy, but w- w- what's your takeaway from this? Is this a... Uh, is this a... Is going to get kicked up for TV next year or what? One of, I don't know. One of these... Uh, is this a su- succession plan? I don't know why I'm struggling with that word. I don't know. Is this a move? Uh, Alex Faust. Uh, do we this guy, what he broadcast for the Kings? Uh, Paul Gaduzzi, are you uh, uh, are you familiar with this guy? I mean, I know you hate the Kings, but I mean, you know, I'm sure you've listened to some of the games. Anybody listen to him? Uh, he'll join a rotation with Kenny Albert and Don LaGreca. I thought somebody well, dressed he- up as Al Trotwig uh, last night. What was that? Jack O'Lantern. Troutwig was out in Halloween last night. Never to be seen again. Him and Jimmy Hoffa. Right. So he's a play-by-play guy? Is, yep. Is, he's is done he games on TNT, apparently. Uh, we'll see about that. Grew up in New York, you. so that's that's encouraging. Yes. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. I Kenny, Maybe Kenny moves up next year. To the big spot. Huh. As long as Joe Micheletti's in that booth, it'll always be a terrible broadcast. I mean, I know people got an affinity for Sam because he's just been there forever. It's 83. He's been been doing. But I would rather have Sam sit there with an upturned mop with a bucket for a head than Joe Micheletti. I can't stand really either one of them. They have no chemistry. Again, we've said it so much. Right. I mean, they're boring. You know. Joe Micheletti said the other night that the second power play unit is at their best when they shoot the puck. Oh. He gets paid for that. Shooting the puck is good. He gets paid for that. I like like Don LaGreca, but he's a Devils fan, but he's kind of warm to the Rangers. Uh, but um, we'll see. I mean, I uh, hey, at least our team has a radio broadcast. That's right. And speaking of which, I can't watch an Islander game. I re- and I'm, I'm going to say this honestly. It's not because I I hate the Islanders <laughs> with all my life force. It's that that Butch Goring is calling everybody by their first name. Uh, Casey, uh, Casey gives it over to uh, Matt, Matt, and Matt passes it back to Thomas. Uh, you know, I don't know what he's saying. It, it, it's like he's a coach of the team, and we've already gone over his coaching record, right? I think it was sub Brian Trache, 
That's how good that he was. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I think it was, right? That team is is fucking boring. They only have a goalie, and uh, they suck. But that broadcast is so – it's over Homer. It's almost like watching the Bruins. Now, I can't believe the Bruins are 8-0 again. They're undefeated again. Oh, what's going on over there? Is this something oh, in the water? It's, they're a great organization. They're like the Braves. You know, they're like the Braves of hockey. You, you, that's what you got. That's what you aspire to do is build is build an organization that you can lose your top two centers to retirement and not skip a beat. Right? Yeah. And I think Vegas is undefeated. If the, if the, Rangers, if the Rangers number one and number two centers were gone next year, <laughs> it would take 10 years to fix get that a letter. There'd be a letter. It would take it would take 10 years of Eric Christensen's and and, and Derek Stepan at 41 out of retirement. Now, Michael, <laughs> again, I, I you're talking about the guy that's the in-game gambling ads. The guy they have now, I think who you're referring to, the black gentleman, you're saying he's got creepy eyes and he looks like he's trying to molest you or something. I find him a lot better than the stooge they had last year doing that. Excuse yeah. me while I whip this hat. Um, uh, you know, but That's again, here's a, here's a hot topic around the league. Let me ask you this. What about this Tim Stutzel? The, not, the Shane Pinto thing with the gambling, the 41 games. What do you well, think? He's wearing a fucking... Uh, the decal on his helmet for the fucking uh, a gambling uh, company. Well, I mean, look, we're seeing it in football. You're seeing it in hockey. You've seen it in basketball too. I think all these all these sports leagues, they're all in bed with the with the betting. What do they think is going to happen? What do they think is going to happen? Did he bet on these hockey guys, or he, something else? I, I don't. I don't even. I'm not even sure. But you know, these guys are these guys that are gamblers. You know they're running a fake accounts with their parents' names just to gamble. Of course, it's it's it, it's going to be a scourge. Ten years from now, you watch what's going to happen with all this betting. I mean, it is so overdone. In the middle of the game, you've got to they split screen so that the guy can come up and do a gambling advertisement. Yeah, it's a it's a problem, and it's going to be a problem like. Uh, All right, you want to play the video? We talked to the coach. Oh, yeah, yeah, we talked about everything under the sun here. Let's you and I spoke with Peter Laviolette today. He was nice enough to talk to us. Should have played the video. Yeah, let's say, uh, yeah, we, we we cornered Peter Laviolette today. <laughs> you can't hear us talk because you can't hear anybody talk. But... They got a sponsor. What do they have? The fucking, uh, I don't know, they have some stupid, uh, well, we'll find out what the sponsor is. Sorry. Afternoon, right? Afternoon, everybody. Um God. It's good to get Gary back here today. Uh, it was good to have a day off yesterday too, um, for the players. I'm sure for everybody, just to reset and refresh. That was a hey, that was a good one. Peter, next time you come, uh, wear a bra. Just from a time standpoint, the time zones, the travel, and all that went into it. So it was good to come back and take a breath yesterday, and then I think really good that we have a day today to, to start the process to crank it back up. And so. He's not in the captain's shirt, Eddie. He's obviously taking your fashion advice. Oh, he'll be back. Nobody, nobody Obviously should take my fashion. Tomorrow night. I think the guys are excited about that. What, what do you got to guard against when you're playing so well? But when you have that coming back home and that night, again, can't hear you. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about it a little bit. I think, I didn't listen to it. Was he a C-cup? Yeah, the crystal ball, and you could tell exactly what was going to go on. If they're winning, I don't care if the man has tits to his knees. I should talk. I don't care. I don't care if he looks like Ken Hitchcock. He needs the man's ear. <laughs> but try to address things the day before. I, I think call him sugar tits. When things, when something's on your mind, I feel it's best just to approach him, put it on the table. Keep bringing me that sugar with the wind. At the very least, we're thinking about it, whatever it might be. And so, um, you know, we did talk about it a little bit. And, you know, I think the opponent helps sometimes where, you know, we're, Carolina has been a, a good team in the division for uh, quite a few years now. And so you get your attention right away. What does that, obviously 5 was great, but that, that road trip, as far as what you're sensing that it did for the group, can, can you describe that at all? Um, I mean, I, I, like the, I like the fact that we worked hard really throughout almost all of the games. There was a third period or two where we had a significant lead and we sat back maybe a little bit more than I would have liked and I would have liked to attack a little bit more. You know, I like the fact that we fought back in a couple games and so just a, a resilient group inside of you know, how I opened up about it was a bit of a grind and the fact that we stayed resilient even in that last game we stayed this resilient. This guy is just and, um, he's so ecstatic I can't believe this guy. <laughs> Tone it down Peter. Tone it down. Build the be here. I like that about it. Where does the group hug uh, originate for you? Uh, it's not really a hug. It's more of a huddle. I call it a huddle. Uh, I'm going to make sure you get a word right. Hugging. Say he's 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 convivial. He's joking. He's, 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 joking. he's having a, he's having a great time. The huddle. Now, so. well, now, what's this with the huddle and the hug? Well, I don't understand this because I couldn't hear the question. Because then, let's go back a little bit. Let's see. And kept pushing. So I really, I like that about it. Where does the group hug uh, originate for you? And it, uh, it's that not really there. a hug. It's more of a huddle. I call it a huddle. Uh, huddle. I'm going to make sure you get a word right. <laughs> it's hugging. It's a huddle. It's, um, it's more just where the players talking and breaking practice. So. Oh, I think they, I think they, they break practice with a, with a, like a group it's a huddle all together, like a, like a giant football. Some uh, millennial shit. Hey, look, if they're winning, I don't care if it's a circle jerk, my friend. <laughs> I agree. I wholeheartedly look at him. Frowny the clowny. Frowny the clowny over here. Hey, lighten up a little Peter with seven and two here, bro. I, I, I got to get the Mr. Softy theme song to play behind me. This is my face when I watch the Jet Giant game. Right. <laughs> right. Like, I can't believe I wasted my time with this shit. <laughs> Look at his face. I mean, come on. Yeah, I just. Where, where I, I, start? Well, it's, it started, you know, I've, I've done it before. I just, I speak too much. You know, I'm in, I'm in too many meetings. It's my voice too much, and I, I think sometimes it's good just for the players to do something to end the day. Speaks to the so, team. On the huddle. <laughs> on the huddle, it's um, it's the players' voices, not mine. And that's that's what I like about it. They 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 end the day, not me. Peter, what have you seen in terms of defensively through the neutral zone into your zone defensively? 
I've said this, you know, before the road trip. I thought we were really good defensively um, in the last two exhibition games. We played a couple of good teams that had a good portion of their lineup in there, and we had a good portion of ours, and we didn't let up much at all. Not we look good in practice. Oh, yeah, that was <laughs> the ones that we did had a good up, practice. They like they were uh oh moments. They were like oh boy, and it was something that was a, a major breakdown of. Okay, this is not what we're looking for. And I think that we've carried that through for the most part. The one game that I didn't like the way we competed uh, defensively and offensively was the Nashville game. I just felt like we were on our heels and we didn't attack the game. Um, but from a defensive standpoint, I do think that the guys have made a commitment to coming back and make it difficult to play through the neutral zone. And then beep, 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 beep. <laughs> we used to have that clip too. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> The three stooges sleeping. <laughs> no, what happened to that one? We'll have to find that one. <laughs> Look, I don't care. Just keep winning. That's true. I don't care. Uh, Jane Russell over here <laughs> with her Playtex bras and all that stuff. <laughs> that's such an old reference such a washed reference uh not if, but, well not if you're a honeymooners fan you know who jane russell is right and that you know what it is is that they first of all they're dumb questions and he must be like this is new york and there's only like five reporters here like does anybody <laughs> care about this sport he probably had more to deal with in dc and in uh and in Nashville. <clears throat> His hair is, is – you didn't like David Quinn's hair, uh, man. I mean, this guy, he's it's almost approaching Sam Rosen and, and that and that little quaff. I, I, I don't care if he's got eight strands of hair that are that are two feet long and he swoops around his head and just keep winning. Well, that's true. I'll just say, you know, it, it's funny. I'm painting quite a picture, aren't I? Tits down to his knees <laughs> – the hair swooped all over his head. I don't care. Just I win, baby. Care. Yes, I uh, I agree with you, my friend. I I I poking fun because we're doing a show here, but right, he's done a great job, <clears throat> and uh, so I certainly. Uh, and again, I am no looker myself, but for comedy's sake, if it's put up in front of me, I have to do bits. You have to do bits. This is the our lot in life to do. Bits. We are here to entertain. That's right. You could have anything for hair. I mean, if you bring us a cup, forget about it. Wasn't that the last time well, we won that cup? What was that? Thirty-seven years ago. <laughs> uh, I'm sure. To, I'm sure there'll be a celebration for it shortly in Madison Square Garden. They'll remind you. Yeah. I mean, it, it's getting. It's funny. I, I I was listening to the terrestrial radio. And they said, and these guys know shit about hockey. They said, who, what team do you think has the most likelihood of winning a championship first? And they all said the Rangers. Because the Rangers have had success in the regular season. Some of these other teams. We're lousy with it. Yeah. Some of these other teams in New York are dysfunctional, to say the least. Were they including New Jersey teams? 
in that in that in question? That, uh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Why you think? Uh... All right, I I have to talk about this because me and Jim were friends, and I know there's a lot of people, but that Jet Giant game. Let me tell you. Let me just talk about this Jet Giant game. I am not invested in the New York Jets as much as Jim is invested in the Giants. And I am a realist to the New York Jets. I know what the Jets are. But unfortunately, I spend a lot of time in the car doing the things that I do, the grocery shopping, whatever, all this stuff. So I listen to a lot of the sports radio. And I hear, I have to say this, guys. Please indulge me with the with the uh, with the fucking football shit. The Jet fans are talking like Zach Wilson is improving every week. He came through when they he needed it. And I want, I if I didn't have to wait on 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 hold for two hours, I would call in and go listen. You people are delusional. This quarterback doesn't, he has no concept of time. He, he, he can't check off for shit. He looks at Garrett Wilson and then he starts running. And usually he's going to get sacked or he's going to run out of bounds and save time for the Giants like he did in that game. He has no concept of the clock, no concept of the time. Every play goes down to zero seconds. It's like, is he going to get it all? Uh, all right. To make it worse, they had to deal with a fourth line, uh, fourth uh, string center who came off the practice squad. It was a total joke. The whole game, nobody deserved <laughs> to win that game. It should have been a tie. You both go home. You both suck. Now, let me get to the... So I have to hear these Jet fans, and it's this and that. And I'm like, your team stinks. Your coach stinks. How many penalties are you going to take? An offside on a punt? Are you kidding me? I kicked that guy off the fucking team. Then I got to hear the Giant fans. Some of them have come to... The rightful conclusion. Their season is over. I don't care about the schedule. I'm sorry. I got Tiki Barber, who I, I have respect for him as a fucking football player, but he thinks the Giants are going to win three out of the next four. The Stooge is doing to the, another Giant face. He's going to win four out of four. The, I'm going to get you taken in a second. That was fine. Jet Stink. The Giants stink. These are not professional football teams. If they were not playing each other, that's that, that's that's not a measuring stick for anything. Now, granted, I was convinced that the Tommy DeVito era was going to end in a Jet loss so the Jets could remember Tommy DeVito's name for the rest of his life. <laughs> the game is a shambles. I don't... I like the coach. I like Dable, I like him. But I don't know what's happening to this year. He's got no stones for some reason now. I, I don't get it. Both teams are horrible. Anybody who thinks they're going anywhere, ridiculous. 
Zach, what I gotta ask you, I watched that jet game. What does that guy, Trevor Simeon, have to do to get in a fucking game? I'm watching Wilson. He's throwing at the guy's foot. He's throwing it way wide of the receivers. He can't hit anybody except for Brees Hall there in that one play. Now, Jim, go. All right. First of all, uh, I, here's 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 a couple of points I made uh, on a message board the other day, and I'll, and 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 then we'll we don't have to even go any further. The Giants last year, they played way above their heads. They took advantage of an easy schedule, and they rode the wave. But even when they were winning last year, you knew this team needed a lot of work. And now that they now that they they have crashed back to earth, like fucking Sputnik. <laughs> the work can begin. The real work. The, it was probably the worst thing that could have happened to them last year was to go nine and seven and one or whatever their record. I think it was nine or something like that and make the playoffs and then win a game because they set expectations that there was no way they were going to meet. This is an extremely flawed football team. Extremely flawed. Dave Gettleman set this franchise back five years. Five years. It's not gonna. You can't rebuild overnight. They have to everything from the ground up. Now, first of all, okay, Graham Gano, who is as money as a kicker has ever been, missed two field goals on Sunday. He's hurt. They're hurt, and he needs off-season surgery. Oh, what the fuck are you doing with a gimpy kicker? Teams find kickers every week of the football season. Yeah, find a guy that can come in and at least kick a forty-yard or thirty-five-yard field goal. This season is a nowhere season. Why are they keeping this guy on the roster? That's first of all. Second of all, if you have a third, if you have a quarterback on your roster on game day that you do not trust to throw a pass, then you don't have a quarterback. Why? Why have him on the team? They brought this kid in who looked pretty good in preseason. Obviously, good enough to make the, the NFL roster. There's no shortage of unemployed quarterbacks out there. If this guy's on the roster, you bring him in and throw. Let him throw two passes. Doesn't make sense to me. Doesn't make sense to me. Yesterday was the trade deadline. They, they, I would have traded anyone and everyone who is not a part of the future. I don't care who it is. I don't care what his name is. I don't care how many jerseys are worn by him in the stands with the fans. Gone. If he is not a part of next year, the year after, the year after that, gone. Get your sixth round, seventh round picks, whatever. Start building for the future. This season is nowhere. That's it. I don't care if they win another game the rest of the season. They did sign Matt Barkley today. And the reason they had to sign Matt Barkley because their offensive line is so bad that they got to find a quarterback who at least knows half his, his ass from his schmutz with Dayball's system. And Matt Barkley was that guy. Don't be surprised if Matt Barkley is playing on Sunday against the, I think they play the Raiders. Yes. And the Don't be surprised Daniel. if he's in there. Because now supposedly Daniel Jones is coming back. Whoopee. Yeah, I mean, Whoopee. wasn't this the guy that everybody was saying, uh, oh, there was a co quarterback controversy about uh, Tyrod Taylor taking his place. Uh, and they're all like, oh, Daniel Jones is back. Lawrence Taylor could take Daniel Jones's place. <laughs> June Taylor, could, there's an old reference. Oh, is no, that, yeah, that, the June Taylor dances. <laughs> June Taylor dances. There's an old reference uh, for you. Uh, I do not like Daniel Jones. Don't get me started on him. 
because I could do another two hours. Don't yeah, get the me Raiders started. fired their coach. Didn't they stay sign an ex giant Super Bowl winner there? Pierce. What's his Antonio name? Pierce took over the uh yeah. took over the Raiders, yeah. He's the interim uh, head coach. Guys, I the GM and their coach. That's why I would say for Ranger fans, I think we're pretty reality based. You know, but I'm hearing I don't even know. I mean, I thought smart fans were in New York. They're not. I mean, uh, they're not. Yeah, can I? Can I go back? I'm sorry. I know I said go I was going to be. Go, go, go back to the, go, go back to the kicker, right? The uh, Graham Gano. Again, the guy's as money as it gets. Right. He's but he's hurt. Dallas. The Dallas Cowboys have a have their kicker who is lights out this year. Never kicked before he came to the Dallas right, Cowboys. Yeah. This guy was a soccer player. Right, he right. never kicked a football in his life. Teams find kickers. They're a dime a dozen. Get me a, all he's got to do is for just be good from 40 yards in. But that's Tim, it. I don't need it. He doesn't have to kick 65 yarders. Just go get me somebody I can rely on when there's 26 seconds left in the game and the Jets ha- don't have any timeouts left. And all I got to do is kick three points and make Zach fucking Wilson, who has one of the most punchable fucking faces in the oh, NFL. I hate him. He has Joe Burrow's smugness with absolutely none of his talent. He's like a little kid out there. I, he doesn't look like I, a man. Oh, I fucking hate his face. Oh, hate oh, his face. I hate somebody's face. Finally, oh, he's I hate his, It's just so fucking punchable. All of his smug, all of Joe Burrow's smugness with none of his talent. But anyway. Okay. But I digress. Uh, Where's yeah. Ali Haji Sheik when we need him? Yes. Yes. Ali Haji Shank. Yes, because it's a it's a great time to be an Iranian right now yeah. in America. Let That's what the Giants need, an Iranian kicker. All right. I know you're anywho. Well, I, I want to ask you this one final question. Yes. About See, now you got me fired up. Dable, knowing that he's got an injured kicker on that fourth and one. Decides to kick the field goal instead of go for it. Do you have a pro? Was it four? Was it fourth and one, or it was fourth and short? I think. I think yeah. Do you have a problem with that? No, no. You have no problem with that. Nope. Okay. Because you got an offensive line. The Jets were stopping the Giants up the middle all day They're long. Nine people up in the front. And, they and, 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 and and the Jets knew. The Jets knew after Devito was in the game for for a, a quarter that they weren't throwing the ball anymore. So you're not fooling anybody. No, the Jets would put nine men up front. <laughs> they knew so they no, weren't going to pass. No, no problem. the The odds are you you kick the field goal, you kick the ball away, and then and then you 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 take your chances that the Jets are not going to drive eighty yards and score the game winning touchdown with no timeouts and twenty six. Well, let me ask you this: one more question. There we go. Overtime, why didn't he defer? Why didn't he take the ball knowing that he could not move it? Yeah, you're right. Deferring would have probably been the right thing to do because you kick off, your defense is playing well. Odds are you probably pin the Jets. You make them punt. Maybe you get the ball at midfield. Their punt returner, another guy they just signed off a fucking grocery store. This guy's returning punts and he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. Wearing old Phil McConkey's number, and he looked like him. Phil McConkey, little, just great. a little punt returner, you know, uh, scatting all over the place. So yeah, you maybe you play the odds there. You try and get you, you hope you pin the Jets, and maybe you get the ball around the forty yard line. But but 
I don't know, but then you got to get to the to what the ten yard line so your kicker doesn't miss. I don't know. He missed two. He's missed three or four field goals this year from short, like 40, 40 yards in. Gus the donkey. That's a good. Yeah. Gus the donkey. That was a good show. That was a good movie. Uh, so uh, yeah, uh, you could make the argument that maybe you defer. That was but no ordinary game cutter. That was the worst game I have. That was ever one of the worst seen. football games ever. And what's funny is Eddie and I talked about the game last week, and I said it. This game has thirteen twelve written all over it. It yeah. was thirteen ten. I I gave the Giants too much credit. Thought they scored thirteen I, points. My first prediction was two nothing Giants. <laughs> two nothing. That's, like, yeah, that's about right. Absolutely so, terrible, terrible, terrible football game. I mean, I watched them all. That was the worst game I've ever seen. I, I even when Tyrod was in, the Giants weren't doing shit. But at least there was an option to pass. Uh, and as far as the Jet, a Jet fan should not. Other than oh, it's about wins and losses. Yeah, it is. But guess what? That this team, this team blows. It blows. They're not good. They have a, they have a very good defense. I'll, I'll I'll give them that. They have a very Their good coach. Defense. Stinks too. He's terrible. I'm 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 sick of his face too. <laughs> that goofy face. That the the bad clock management. His players are undisciplined. That's on the coach. See, when the Jets are going, I mean, when the Rangers are going good, this is all we have to complain about. But uh, uh, So, yeah, I I don't really, at this point, I I don't really care if the Giants win another game this season. They'll get a top five pick if they're lucky. If it all works out, they they picked up another second rounder for the big cat, which was a great, great trade. They'll have two second round picks. Picks, picks, picks. Picks, 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 picks. All right, guys. I'm sorry. You guys probably tuned out during this football discussion. But, hey. We've actually got more people now than we had about 20 minutes ago. Oh, because me and Jim, you know, we were passionate. I knew he would be – he had something to say. I've been listening to all these fucking delusional people in New York. I thought New York was supposed to be the smart fans. How – they come to these conclusions. Social media has killed everything. Yeah, the Killed radio everything. used to be, you know, when, and they don't even hold these people accountable on the radio. Thanks for your call. I'd be like, you're a moron. Get off. But, but I will say this. I will say this. Kayvon Thibodeau certainly vindicated Carl Banks on Sunday. Well, yes. That's Sal <laughs> Licata. He's another guy. Uh, I didn't know. Uh, what happened with this Zadinoff? I'm getting... Uh, what what's going on with the the senators? The GM got canned. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, Joe Joe texted me that right before we went on the air. Oh, really? Who was the senators' GM? Uh, Ian McGuire. Hmm. Pierre Do- Pierre Dorian resigned. Oh, wrong Pierre. Ottawa was involved with the whole Dadnov trade involving Vegas and Anaheim. Wow. Uh, well, I'm glad we went in for the hot breaking, fast breaking Ottawa news. Uh, so anyway, <sighs> let's go, Rangers. Sorry to get you all worked up, but I I thought it was all therapeutic right. for both of us. That's all right. No, I, I again, I've said this about the Rangers. I'll say this about. I just want to be proud of my team. Right. And I'm not proud of my team. 
I don't care about the win or the loss. And I'll show you right up there is my picture with Wellington Mara. That's that's looking. He's always looking down on me. Oh wow! <laughs> I got a good Wellington Mara story, but I'll tell you it uh, next. Uh, everybody's sick and tired of uh, Nick DeCristo. Jets news. Listen, I'm not, I'm criticizing the Jets. They give me the Jet news. They made unless, a great. Unless he's talking about the Winnipeg Jets. Ah, uh, yeah. So uh, Winnipeg could Jet be. News. I don't know. Winnipeg don't Jet know. news may be more. Oh, Joe. Nikolai Ellers, Joe. He's injury prone. He's a fantastic player. Uh, Phenomena. All right. We've done it. We succeeded where others have failed, Jim. Oh, we didn't mention the uh, the, uh, the the low class trip to the Wolfpack. The BSU takeover for Hartford, yes, and actually, uh, we, I just got a I got a message while we're on the air. I've got that, an update uh, as well. That Anthony Pella, Pella I always have trouble with this. Pelicio, yeah, Pelicio, I think, yeah. from Bayonne wants four tickets for Hartford. Uh, I will be, I will be, uh, yeah, we're going to, we're going to buy the tickets uh, probably Friday. They're going to be seats. We're not going to do the suite this time. We're going to be out amongst the, 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 the throngs, chanting players' yeah, names, doing roll call, shit like that. But I got um, a bonus, I got bonus info. Oh, what's that? You know how they're going to take pick. You can get your pictures with the players. Yes. Taking place on the ice. Wow. That wow, that is huge on the ice at the SL Center. Hartford Whalers. Where Chris Kostopoulos once uh, skated. On the ice. We don't know if a caravan is uh, available yet, Uh, but we'll we'll see. We'll try to work out. But so, I will be. uh, We we have we are giving first access to our Patreon members if they want to buy tickets and probably uh, tomorrow or Friday, we will open it up to everyone else who might want to go. The tickets are going to be about $25 a piece. I've got about, I've got a list going here and right now we've got 15 people. Well, Michael, it's not exactly like right next door from Long Island out east. It's three hours. Listen, you get in a car, you put the radio on, and that's it. All right. It's a good chance to catch up with old shows. It's three hours, and it's an afternoon game. Ah. It's going to be great. Ah. And you get to go on the ice. You could. Going to meet Matt Rempley. Brennan Othman. Johnny Price. Brennan Othman, possibly. And you guys, I'm telling you, you better work these players when you meet them. Say, you got to be on their show. It's great. Ba, ba, ba. Right. I think, I think I think we should do, uh, you know, we should do roll call like they do at the Yankee Stadium for players. You know, we'll all chant, Mad Rempy. Until, until oh. the players acknowledge us. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Because we will, as far as I know, we will be sitting behind the Hartford bench. Downstairs. Hobnobbing. Oh, can't wait to see that Chuck Knobloch in person and say, everybody wants you. <laughs> it's going to be great. You guys got to sign up and get ready for this. It's going to be yes. fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm already saying I'm going to slip on the ice and fall, and it'll be it'll go viral. Uh, I'm sure we'll be walking the carpets on the ice. Ah. 
Paul uh, apparently was uh, Paul Caduce was over at the uh, the UBS arena. I like that place. Unfortunately, nice. there's morons that uh, root for that hockey team. Uh, yeah, it's in Hopog, the Dave and Buster's. Uh, so anyway, Jim, I got to say, it was very passionate. It was a fun feel. The Rangers are winning. I'm enjoying it. Uh, you know, I just want to say I do have one of these feelings about, like, Gallant had, a, like, a spell, if you will, over Rod Brindamore while he was here. Rod Brindamore, I consider an upper echelon coach. Gallant, right. I just considered like he just had no strategies, but they were able to win. Right. Now they're going to have a guy who's got strategy. Right. It, it had, like it, we always said, it had to eat at Rob or at Brindamore that uh, that that Gallant's team was being. No adjustment. Fifty-one right. shots for uh, for fifteen against, and they would lose three nothing. Right. This <laughs> is ridiculous. But you know, I hate the Canes. They're entitled fans. Right. Which one's at the garden, right? So they won't have to deal with that. So good night, everybody. We love you. We love, love you guys. Letting us into your homes. Yes. Thanks everybody for being here. We had a big crowd tonight. We love it. We will see you guys early next week, probably. Let's go, Rangers coming home, going away, coming home. Yeah. Canes tomorrow. In Minnesota Saturday, and then home for Detroit and Minnesota next week, and then Columbus, and then then the Devils. Busy month. Yeah, busy month. Busy. All right. We love you guys. We love you guys. Thanks for being here. We'll see you yeah. soon. Don't forget, check us out on Facebook. Find the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. iHeartRadio, iTunes. Podbean. Spotify, we're on all of them. Amazon Music, anywhere. Microsoft Zoom. That's that too. That's all the right. be there. Eddie, always a pleasure. We love you guys. Get out, everybody. Bye-bye.